You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Glory to God. At the center of it all. I don't know what you see, but I see Jesus. I see Jesus. I don't see the devil, I see Jesus. Some people only see demons. Their own gift of discerning of spirits is only to see demons. They never see Jesus. Hmm? And they think that spirituality. Start seeing Jesus. Glory to God. (laughs) Wonderful. Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. We are counting the days. Through faith to faith, faith to faith miracle conference. The the spirit, the power, and the glory. That's what we are expecting. We're not expecting anything less. And one of the things I said in the first service is you need to have an expectation. You need to place a demand. Let's place a demand on the Lord. Let's place a demand on Pastor Sam and Pastor Grace. Let's place a demand upon them as the minister. You see, one of the reasons why we don't see the supernatural much is because of lack of demand. I'm telling you. Lack of demand. We're satisfied with just religion. We're satisfied with just being churchy. We're satisfied with just shouting hallelujah, praise the Lord. But we need to now begin to intentionally place a demand. And once you place a demand, according to the law of demand and supply, whatever you demand will be released. It will be made available. Amen. Amen. So we're going to go into the Word of God. And I want to share with you on what I call the price for more. Somebody say the price price. for more. more. Yeah. How many people paid? You've you've, you've bought something lately. You went to the shop, correct? And then you saw a price tag. And then you paid for it. If you gave more, they would would have given you change. Right? If you gave less, would they have given you the goods? Huh? What if you are very, very hungry? Huh? You are so hungry. I don't know what you like to eat. But you just go to the restaurant. You say, look, I'm dying. I'm dying. If you can just give me something to eat. And then they bring the menu. You look at it. You look at the menu. And you look at your pocket. The money and what's in your pocket is not... Then you call the manager, you say to the manager, manager, you know what? I really love this restaurant. Hmm? In fact, I have many friends. I have many friends that I'm going to bring to this restaurant. But I'm so hungry. And uh, all I have is 50 rands. No? And you go to, I don't know what restaurant you like, but imagine it. 
You just go there, you go to a restaurant in Santon City, and you, you have 50 rands. And imagine, I mean, you have a beautiful face, yeah. right? You have a beautiful face, you're, you, you know, you're looking good, and you smell fresh. Yeah. Huh? Very pleasant, very polite. And you say, um, can I have some food? But this is all I have. Make a plan for me. I promise I'll bring my entire crew. Is he going to give it to you? No. Why? But you are asking. The Bible says, ask and you shall receive. Why won't you receive? You ask for it. Huh? Bible says ask and you shall receive and you even know your Bible you tell the you tell the manager Jesus said that if I ask I will receive I am asking now and then you start crying will he give it to you okay you start begging will he give it to you all right, you kneel down. You say, please, please. Will he give it to you? Ha! How can people be so heartless? After you go through all of this, you mean they won't give you? Wow, I'm disappointed. You mean they won't change? Okay, if you were the manager and I came like that, would you give it to me? Ha! Are you that wicked? Huh? No. Oh, you will give me, but generally no. So you are making an exception for me. Hi. <laughs> well, let me tell you this. God will not make any exception. He will not. He will not. You have to pay the price. <laughs> Everything has a price tag. Either you pay for it or somebody pays for it. But it must be paid for. I suppose she's saying she will pay, she will give it, she will give it to me, but not to someone because she's going to pay for it. And it's based on relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Am I correct? Yes. So, when we walk with God, we need to understand how things work. In the kingdom. How things work in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God does not operate by sentiments. The kingdom of God does not operate by just beautiful faces. Yeah. The kingdom of God does not operate just by being nice. Mm. Doesn't operate by being polite. Yes. Although those are all good qualities that you should have. But that's not what will give you what you're looking for. Mm. Alright? 
So we are talking about faith to faith and we're talking about the spirit, the power, the glory. What is it that is going to release that measure of the spirit? Because one thing about the spirit is that the spirit is giving in measures. Yeah, the spirit is giving in measures. The Bible says of Jesus that God did not give him the spirit by measure. Jesus had the spirit without measure. But every other, every one of us has the spirit with measure. There is a measure of the spirit you have. Amen. So if you want more, there is a price. Yeah. There is a measure that you received because of Jesus. Because of the price Jesus paid. Are you getting me? But if you want more, you got to pay. You got to pay. I'm telling you, you got to pay for it. Otherwise, you'll be at the general level that Jesus has paid for every believer. Okay? At the end of times, you go for, you go for events, the food, everything has been paid for. You, 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 you take your food, you eat, and then they come for drinks and you have to pay for the drinks. You're not paying for the food, but there's basic drinks that are put on the table for everyone. But if you want something else, huh? You do what? You pay for it. That's exactly how it works in the spirit. So there are things Jesus has paid for. Every one of us, so far as you're on the table and you're in the room, you can eat from that. Okay? And whatever is on the table, you can drink. So if they say, if they said, well, uh, they put water, paid for the water, they put it there, and then they put some funny juice. You know, they used to put some funny juice in some events. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what. Huh? They just, okay. What, what, yeah. So I, I, you taste it, it's like, flavored water mixed with sugar. Do you understand? There are times like that and I've tasted I said, how can I put this into my body? No. So what I want? I want griptizer. So what do I do? I pay for it. I pay for it. I can't throw a tantrum and say, what, what is this on this table? Why can't you give us griptizer? No, 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 no. They've made a basic provision yeah. for everyone. Yeah. But now you've got to pay if you want more. Yeah. There's a price. Amen. So in, 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 in God's scheme of things, in the things of the Spirit, that is how it works. Amen. Because I was talking to somebody, I said, well, Jesus has already paid, you know, we don't know. I say, yes, of course, he has paid. But if you understand how things work in the spirit, you know that if you are only depending on what Jesus paid for, you will only have the basic things that Jesus has paid for. And the good thing is that what Jesus has paid for has given you access to ask for more. Just because, it, it, the same way, like in an event, you go to the event, if you do not have an invitation, you can't even be in the room to eat the basic food that has been provided. 
Do you get my point? So you need to have the invite to get into the room and to sit at the table and to eat what has been provided. Imagine it's a wedding. The bride and the groom have paid. They've paid for you. But then you come and you say, well, you know, I like to. There's this champagne I like and all of that. And it's not part of the budget. So if you want that, you pay for it. Okay? Whatever it is you like. At least you are inside. Amen. But imagine someone that was never invited. Throwing a tantrum. That no, the bride and groom have paid. I must get in. And you are not invited. If it were your wedding, will you, will you, will you allow that? <laughs> you won't. Huh? Yeah. Why? They're not invited. So they don't even have the privilege of getting extra. Because they can't even get the basic. So Jesus has paid the price, but what he has paid for also opportunes us to get more. Are you getting my point? So if we're going to pay the price for more, you need to know what the price is, right? You can't just say, oh, well, um, I want um, colatonic. They will tell you how much it is. Then you count and you give it to them. Mm -hmm. They go and bring for you. Yes? Yes. Or you say, go bring it. Then they they bring it. They say, hello, you owe us. (laughs) (laughs) Huh? You owe us 30 rands. Mm -hmm. And you have to give them. You can't say, guys, go and ask the bride. (laughs) Or go and ask the groom. You can't say that. Yeah. So Jesus has paid, but now what is the price? What is the price for more? What is the price we have to pay for more? If we want more of the spirit, if we want more of the power, if we want more of the glory, what price do we have to pay? On top of what Jesus has paid. Amen. Am I making sense? So that's what I want to share with you. Isaiah 55. Verse 1. It says, Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Yes, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money on what is not bread and your wages on what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good. Let your soul delight itself in abundance. Come on. And let me me say this. The first price you need to pay, somebody say hunger. Yeah, you you need to have the right kind of hunger. If you don't have the right kind of hunger, you cannot get anything from God. 
apart from the basics, <laughs> apart from what Jesus has paid for, and even what Jesus has paid for, there's a degree of hunger you need to have. There's a degree of hunger you need to have. Jesus has paid for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but not everybody has it. They have to come for it. Oftentimes when I minister to people, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I want to establish that there is a hunger for it. Why? Because if there's no hunger for it, it will be a waste of time. Why? It's like trying to feed a horse that is not hungry. Or trying to force a horse to drink water when it's not thirsty. You can't do it. And that is why um, the law of demand and supply is necessary when it comes to paying the price. You need to have the right kind of hunger that will be commensurate to the price for whatever it is you want. So, I want power to raise 500 people from the dead. Okay, has Jesus given us power? Yes. Of course. Has the Holy Spirit given you power? Yes. Of course, he has. But now, that is an extra. And that requires some hunger from you. Is your hunger commensurate to raising 500 people from the dead? Not yet. Say, I'm working on it. Hallelujah. Yeah, let's work on our hunger. Hmm? Okay, we want 10% of Midran. Is our hunger commensurate to that? not yeah that's the truth it's not so the day we our hunger grows to that point then we'll we'll see it come on yeah so everything of God now requires hunger you must have the right hunger. Hmm? So you want, you want a, you want a house in, um, I don't know, where do you want your dream house? Does anybody? Stain City. Okay, you want a house in Stain City, all right? And you go to God. You say, God, I want a house in Stain City, because I know that you you. You say, whatever I ask for, I will receive. Okay? And I'm asking for a house in Stain City. God says, that's cool. All right. Uh, let's check the hunger. Hmm? Let's check the hunger. And then God uses his technology <laughs> to measure the hunger. And based on the hunger, he now decides, okay, this hunger, this kind of hunger, huh, can get you a house in Vona Valley. But, uh, I mean, Vona Valley is not bad. Right? 
but it's not what you want. So you have to upgrade your hunger. You have to upgrade your hunger. So that's how it works. Oftentimes, it's not because God did not hear us. It's because our hunger is not enough. Didn't you see there? Verse, 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 verse 1. Huh? Look at it. It says, Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. Yes? And you who have no money, come, buy, and eat. Yes, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. So God, when you come to God and you ask for something, the first thing God does, he does not check your bank balance. That's why the Bible says he meets our needs according to his riches in glory. Not according to your bank account. The mistake we make is that we're looking at our bank balance. But no, God does not work like that. God Instead of looking at your bank balance, we'll look at your hunger balance. Come on. He looks at your hunger balance. He looks at your thirst balance. And it is based on that. That the calculation is made and say, okay, fine. With this kind of hunger, this is what you get. You know, for some people, they are praying for staying city house. God is looking and saying, uh, this, this balance will get you a house in uh, Ebony Park. That's, that's where your hunger is. And then he say, oh, well, you know, but I've asked. It's like you going to the restaurant and saying, but I, I have 50 runs. Why can't I have this food? Huh? And you are asking for lamb shank. And you are asking for... Huh? And you have 50 rands. What are you... What, what? Are you a thief or what? No. You can't have it. Go look for where you can use 50 rands. But not in this place. You see... That's how it works. Touch someone and say, I hope you're here. Did you get the message? You need to work on your hunger. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's how to buy without money. To buy without money. Otherwise, you need to have the money. You see? So you either have the hunger or you have the money. Which one is easier? <laughs> you see? Yeah. So if you don't have the hunger, you get the money. Then you check your bank balance. But if you don't have the right bank balance, you better have the right hunger. Amen. 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 Yeah. 
Glory to God. Amen. It's not complicated. But you need an expert to confuse you about this. Because it's that simple. Glory to God. Amen. So the first, the first price you need, say the price of hunger. The price of hunger. Okay, you have to pay the price of hunger if you want anything from God. Amen. That's how the kingdom operates. There's another price apart from the price of hunger, which you have to pay. So hunger is one price that you have to pay. The other price, I don't know how many I should give you. Okay, I'll, if, you are, if you are nice, if you are nice, I will give you another one. Huh? You're hungry for more. <laughs> That's a smart one. <laughs> You're hungry for more. Okay. The next price you need to pay is the price of honor. Somebody say honor. honor. Yeah. In the kingdom. It's so vital. Turn to Mark chapter 6. Let's read from verse 1. Of St. Mark's Gospel. It says, Then he went out from there and came to his own country, and his disciples followed him. Right? And when the Sabbath day had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this, which is, uh, which is given to him that such mighty works are performed by his hands. Right? Is this not the carpenter? The son of Mary? The brother of James? Joseph? Judas and Simon? Are not his sisters here with us? So they were offended at him. Hmm? But Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor, except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Amen. Next verse. And he marveled. Sorry, okay. Now he could not do, he could do no mighty work there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. Then he went about the villages in a circuit teaching. This is a tragedy. Do you understand? Because this man who has got all the spirit without measure. John tells us that God did not give him the spirit by measure. He had the anointing without measure. In other words, Jesus walking is like all the water in the world inside him. If you can measure the water in the world, right? That's the kind of, that's like how much anointing he had inside him. 
And yet, he comes to his hometown, to Nazareth. This is what I say. This man, is this not the carpenter? Huh? Is this not the brother of Jude? The brother of Joseph? The brother of Simon? Is it, are his sisters not with us? Is this not the son of Mary? Where did he get this kind of words? Where did he get this kind of power that we hear about? The fame, people from everywhere are talking about him. But look at him. You know I say, oh, in fact, this table, he's the one that made it. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he made our kitchen cupboard. Huh? Another one, like, in fact, I used to change his diapers. <laughs> yeah. Then he went somewhere and then came back and now he's, he's, he has become something. He says he's something. <laughs> huh? Just because you, you, you moved, you moved out of time, you went to Joburg, now you come back, you say you have power. Huh? Huh? Now you come back <laughs> with power. Huh? Where, where, where are you from? From Moleti. Moleti. Okay, imagine. In Limpopo. In Limpopo. You, imagine you go back and you are saying, Jesus is Lord. Everybody, I've come here. I have a message for you. And, you know, all the sick people come. And everybody. And they say, Huh? Ah, <laughs> since when? <laughs> you get my point? Yeah. And they now begin to talk. And all the people that knew you when you were running yeah. as a toddler mm. come out and say, look at her. Joe Berg has turned her head. <laughs> I don't know what they give them in that Joe Berg. <laughs> but look at, what, look, look at what is happening. Mm. Hmm? So what happened? They dishonored Jesus. Wow. They dishonored him. And because they did not honor him, they could not get anything. He wanted to. Do you understand? Yeah. It's not that he wanted to heal them. Yeah. He went to the synagogue. He says, I'm doing all of this. Let me go and also minister to my own people. Mm. Do you understand? Yes. And he goes there and he's like, look, I, I, need, to, I need to bless my people. Yes. I remember how our pastor in, in, in Malawi, James, mm. no, he was in church after some time. I mean, he, he would come to me every time. Pastor, this is, I cannot allow my people to go to hell. Mm. I need to go and teach them. I'm learning so much and I cannot keep this to myself. Wow. Huh? Please, let me go. Let me go. And I say, yes, you can go. And he goes to his hometown yes. and begins to talk to them yeah. fortunately they didn't behave like the nazareth citizens yes. <laughs> they believed in him Amen. they received him Amen. they honored him Amen. and god began to work Amen. 
God began to work because of that. It's incredible. Amen. He, 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 he sent me a picture. I, I, maybe I, I didn't remember I would have shown you the pictures. Just yesterday. And I'm looking at that. I say, my God. God is doing something. Yeah, why? People believed. They honored him. Is he perfect? No. But they received him. A lot of times, that's why we don't see the supernatural. Jesus marveled because of their unbelief. They were actually offended. This guy, what is wrong with you? What kind of disrespect is that? You come now, you want to come and start healing people. Who gave you that power? Have you become Elijah? When they talk about prophets, you, you are coming to say you are something. What's wrong with you? And that's how they missed it. And if you see that scripture, let's, let's look at it again. The Bible says, He was, uh, verse 2, when, and when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him, that such mighty works are performed by his hands? Do you know that one of the things that uh, years ago, Jesus appeared to that Hagen, Kenneth Hagen, and Jesus told him, he said, to, he, he, he laid hands on him, and he said to him, wherever you go to, if you lay hands on people and you pray for them, if, if, a, uh, if that sickness came as a result of a demon, he says, you will feel this. He says, if you put, put your hand like that, he says, the power will pass from this hand to this hand and back. And he says, when that happens, know that it is a demon that is causing that. So get rid of the demon and the person will be healed. But then the Lord, the Lord now said to him, everywhere you go, tell them that I laid my hand on you. Tell them that I gave you this power. And anyone that believes you will be healed. And then Jesus now goes to say, that was how I operated when I was on earth. So Jesus now said to him, when I was on earth, that scripture in Isaiah, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel, huh? to heal the brokenhearted and all of that. He said to Kenahagin, everywhere I went, I started by announcing that. Now, you don't see it when you read your Bible. Okay? But Jesus told him face to face in that encounter that this is how I operated. So he says to him, when you go anywhere, tell them. And if they believe you, this is what will happen. In other words, if they receive you, then they will receive what you brought. Okay? So, in other words, 
if we read that scripture in, in Mark, the Bible says he was in their synagogue teaching, and many hearing him were astonished. Now, the Bible doesn't tell us what he was teaching, but we know what he was teaching. Number one, I know he was teaching the kingdom of God. Number two, by virtue of Kenneth Hagin's encounter, he told them that the Spirit of God is upon me. Do you understand? Because he has anointed me. And the people say, is this not a carpenter? No, he said the Spirit is on him. <laughs> Hello, son of Joseph, son of Mary, what is your problem? Huh? Joburg has made you crazy. <laughs> now you say the spirit is on you. Isaiah said something and now you are saying that this scripture is fulfilled because you are here. They got offended. Huh? They got offended. And the Bible says that he could not do mighty works. He could not do mighty works there because of their unbelief. He wanted to, but he couldn't. Hmm? Jesus said in verse 4, A prophet is not without honor, except he's in his own country and among his own relatives and in his own house. So part of what you will need to deal with, we've dealt with this before when we're t teaching about familiarity. When you become familiar, you can lose the power. So those guys, they are sick. They need help. Jesus is there. But they can't give him the honor he deserves. So what happens? Even though Jesus with his good heart wanted to minister to them. The father said, no power is released here. It's not that Jesus refused. Look, 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 look at that scripture. Verse 5. Look at verse 5. It says, now he could do no mighty work there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. He could do it, it, that means he wanted to. Do you understand? Yeah. But he could not. And you can see his willingness in the fact that he went to lay hands on a few sick people. Yes. There were a few sick people. He was now laying hands on them to pray for them. What was he doing? He, he was using his own faith. Wow. Wow. He was using his own faith. But the father said, these people dishonor you like this? Forget it. You love them, yes, but they cannot break this principle. No mighty miracles. So except a few flus and a few headaches. Yeah. A few, a few headaches and all of that. That's all that he was able to. So for that community, the prize was to honor him. But they didn't give it to him. Yeah. Can you see? 
A prophet is not without honor, except in his own country, with his own people. Huh? Why? Because they know you. They know your weaknesses. Huh? They know, how, they know that when you wake up in the morning, if you don't brush, your mouth will smell. <laughs> they know the smell of your mouth, so they won't honor you. Come on. You make mistakes. They see all the mistakes. They see all the mistakes. It's not hidden. So they see it, but then they use it against you. They see your imperfections. They see your humanity. They, 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 your humanity becomes a stumbling block to them accessing the divine. You see? So part of the price you pay is to give honor. Amen. I remember years ago, Pastor Sam was sharing with, with some, of our, some of his friends from the Western world. And he was telling them, he said, look, you guys, <laughs> one of the reasons why you don't experience the supernatural like we do is because of your lack of honor. And you know him, he says it as it is. He says it's your lack of honor. So when you see honor, you, you, you think that people are fools. Huh? For showing honor. They say it's not, it's not. Yeah. I remember that. And you can imagine. It's like a pin dropping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. They'll not forget that in a long time. Mm. So you can have everything. But if God is not showing up. Mm. If, if this power is not manifesting. Mm. So we're going to pay the price. Amen. Yes. Amen. You, you, you wanted more, right? Yes. Okay. So what happens? A few sick people that he healed. And he was surprised. He marveled because of their unbelief. Because lack of honor is a, is a result of unbelief as well. You see? And he went about the villages in a circuit teaching. So he was just teaching. He couldn't perform miracles. Just teaching, teaching, teaching. Because at least that one. <laughs> Maybe we're just sharing some information. The prophet said this, 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 this. It is written, this, 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 this. And he's just teaching the kingdom of God and all of that. But then there's no power. Why? Lack of honor. You see? It's part of the price for more. Amen? Amen. My time is gone. So I can't give you more. One more. The th third prize I'll give you is humility. Amen. Humility. Without humility, you'll be shocked at how restricted you'll be sure. in the kingdom. 
You can't grow. You can't progress. You can't, you can't access anything. You will just remain with what you've received. You can't get more. Because God resists the proud. So God is resisting you. Imagine if God is resisting you. Who is going to help you? Huh? The Bible says, submit yourselves to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. But now, you are so pride, proudful. Pride, prideful. You are prideful. And then, God is resisting you. If God is resisting you, instead of the devil fleeing, he is pursuing you. Yeah, that's it. There are different manifestations of pride that can block, that can block you. Block the power of God from manifesting your life. So it's good to be humble. Huh? Because Jesus said that that's how to enter into the kingdom of God. Except you are converted and you become like little children. You can by no means enter the kingdom. So in the kingdom, humility is part of the price. So sometimes God will allow you to go through things to prove your humility. I'm telling you. He will allow you to go through certain things to prove your honor. He will allow you to go through certain things to prove your hunger. It's part of the price. I know there's a lot of debate about tithing and all of that. That's one of the ways you honor God. That's one of the ways you honor God. Why would God want you to honor him? So that he can bless you. Amen. It's part of the price. <laughs> Glory. Amen. There's some experts who come and confuse you about it. Sure. Humility is so vital in the kingdom. And you can see that in the life of Jesus. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Who, though being in the form of God, did not e consider equality with God as something to be grasped. But rather made himself of no reputation. Amen. And humbled himself and took upon himself the form of a servant. Amen. And he said, therefore God has highly exalted him. Amen. And given him a name above every name. Amen. That at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. Amen. And every tongue confess that he is Lord to the glory of the Father. Amen. If Jesus did not humble himself. Do you know that the name of Jesus is more powerful than his name before he came to the earth. Yeah. Because before he was born, he was not Jesus. He wasn't. Now he was called Jesus when, only when he came to the earth. And then part of the price that God had for him to pay yes. for that exaltation yes. huh? mm. was humility. Amen. In our generation, humility is frowned upon. 
Is that not so? Yeah, when you're humble, you, 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 you appear stupid. But that is the way to greatness. That is the way to getting more. Yeah. That is the way to promotion. Yeah. That is the way to rising up. Amen. Do you know that pride is the nature of Satan? Yeah. That's the nature of Satan. So when I look at people, I, 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 I can tell what spirit is working in them. I just need to look for pride. I don't need... I don't need any vision or anything. I just need to see pride. And I know what's working. Once there's the fruit of pride, I know. By their fruit you shall know them. I don't care how anointed they are. But if there's pride, I'm telling you, there's some Luciferian Operation that is mixed with that anointing. Hmm? If I have to, if 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 I have to start like promoting, uh, Gary, cheering you up and say, prophesy, prophesy, go go deeper, go deeper, and and all that nonsense. <laughs> listen to me. That's not the spirit of God. No, no, no. Jesus didn't operate like that. What is that? Who is being promoted there? You, 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 you don't need too much to tell what spirit is in operation. Because the, a, a Luciferian spirit does not require humility. You see, but the Spirit of God requires humility. So if you have to operate signs and wonders and you are pompous, I know who it is. I know who it is. I won't be confused about it and you better not be. Yeah, if you are part of this church, you better be wise. Wise up. Yeah. And you will see clearly. Hmm? Leviathan is the father of pride. Huh? So when, when you see that operation, you look carefully. You see Leviathan is walking there. That's why people are going to be deceived in these last days. Because they don't pay attention to these things. They are boring. They are not as exciting. What we are teaching now is not exciting. They want, come on, tell me my phone number. Huh? Tell me my phone number. Yeah. So when you see, when you see in such environment, I'm telling you before God, if you can grasp what I'm saying, it will really save you a lot of heartache. It will save you a lot of heartache. If you are in such environment, just watch. The level of pride will be beyond normal. 
There is normal human pride. Amen. Do you understand? Which is not good. But their own is raised to the power 100. Yeah. But when Jesus is in a place, he says, learn of me. I am meek and lowly. So you can, you, can, you can discern easily if you understand the scriptures. You might, God might not open your eyes to see if, if you have the gift of discerning of spirit, you will see clearly. But you might not have it, but I'm teaching you what you need to have to help you to discern. Time is up. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. How many people... Can pay the price for more. Yes. yes. Glory to God. And in our faith to faith, we need to place a demand. Amen. And pay the price Amen. for more of God. Yes. To manifest in our lives. Yes, to manifest in our midst. Yes, Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. Talk to the Lord right now. I want you to tell the Lord. Lord, help me. Help me, oh God. Help me. I want to, I want, I want to be able to pay the price. Help me, oh Father. Help me not to, not to miss it. I want to pay the price of hunger. I want to pay the price of honor. I want to pay the price of humility. In the name of Jesus. Lord, do a work in our hearts. I want to honor you. I want to honor your servants. I want to honor the brethren. I want to honor your people, my Lord and my God. I want to give the appropriate honor that is required, my Lord and my God, in the name of Jesus. I want to honor your bride, in the name of Jesus. I want to give the honor that your bride deserves, in the name of Jesus. Help me, O oh God, to always maintain a humble disposition. No matter how much you use me, no matter how much you bless me, no matter how much you lift me, no matter how much you promote me, may I never, never get lifted up in pride. In the name of Jesus, help me, O oh God, to always remain humble. Thank you, Father. We bless your name. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.